Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... Jumpman! Live! <laughs> Live and coming to you from our apartment? Yeah. And, and, your, and your classy alley. ass TV studio. Back alley. Yep. Yeah. It's time for the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Oh, bam! Who gives a shit? Next topic. <laughs> yeah, that's right. What what were we going to talk about this week? Uh, Oscars? Uh, I don't really know. Am I watching it right now? Yes. One of our one of our favorite traditions is giving out our Jumpman Oscars, our fake Oscars, our Joskers to real movies that actual real people liked and real people went to see. Unlike this Oscar bullshit, where like like Oscar movies make like ten million dollars, right? No one goes to see that. They there always be like one that makes more money. But, you know, like American Sniper this year was was the big money maker, but Right. It's it's not about like a long theater run or making a ton of movie. It's about making art, which yes. is about putting good actors on screen so they can cry and then give them an award and they'll thank everybody. Yeah. And the award is voted on by other actors, so that's bullshit. It's but which it's, is it's, why they're dumb. It's total pack mentality though. Like yeah. it, it like it's come out recently. And and just like a same old story that like nobody actually watches the movies that they vote for. They're like, oh yeah, so and so said it was good, and my daughter said Frozen was good. Like I said, Check. it's like the Pro Bowl and uh, NFL football, man. Yeah, they're just like, yo, I don't know any right guards. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, Ricky, he throws the party every year. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. who voted for who last year? All right, dude, we got it. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, we give you our Oscars, and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. These are like. The best movies of them of all and unfortunately i did go back and, and listen to our last year's the cutoff is the calendar year and special exceptions have been made for january movies sometimes but not february so uh Aww. the kingsman kingsman did not qualify for the oscars this year that's okay because you know i think it's kind of unfair to the rest of the movies that you're about to it's throw true, in there it's fresh in my head so we're doing the we're doing the real uh categories best mm-hmm. soundtrack yeah. Special effects, mm. animated movie, mm. supporting actor, mm. supporting actress, mm. actor, mm. actress, mm. director. Mm. All right. I don't know what you're doing. It um. sounds like you're cranking it. Uh, Everyone can then, see what I'm doing. You can see what I'm doing. Oh, and I'm not, though. That's right. We're, li- we're live streaming this episode on Twitch TV. It looks yeah. all weird because, because of the weird-ass way I had to set it up, but that's a story for another time. Yeah. So, and our last episode, uh, when I was doing the nominations and the winner and stuff, you you were noticing that a lot of times the winner is the last one I did. So mm-hmm. I decided to do that on purpose this time. So I if like I that. if I do a category, sometimes there might just be a winner and that's it. But if there's more than one person, the winner is the last one I mentioned. So I'll just do like the runner-ups and then who actually wins. And and but before we get started, because I wanna I wanna like pay tribute to any of our maniacs that are following us live on on Twitch right now. Yeah. So I'm, I'm jumping back and forth to the chat box, <laughs> and and let me let me let me just say because there was a comment about like four years in film school, never met a filmmaker that cared about the Oscars. Uh, nobody in film school gives a shit about other people's films, dude. That's just where it's at. If you're a filmmaker, you're like everyone else is shit. My <laughs> films are amazing. Yes, mine is a 21 hour epic about spaghetti. <laughs> oh, it's the intangibles. That's the best part about it. The oh, spaghetti man. is a metaphor. <laughs> oh, give me my Oscar now. Uh, give me an Oscar for the the Luinguini incident it's starring spaghetti. David Bowie. But it's like really, it's like based on the movie Shogun. <laughs> it's spaghetti Shogun. I would watch that. Yeah. If there were like ninjas throwing, I don't know, like rigatoni, 
Yeah. Boom. It's like Romeo and Juliet, but it's like based inside a mud puddle. <laughs> wait, <laughs> just, just go with me. Wait, you know, I, uh, I I dated this girl. Hey, Lady Gaga's on. Uh, I dated this girl in college that wasn't all that bright. But one of the things that we tried to convince her was that the That's show... That's the best kind in college. Oh, yeah. That's the best kind. <laughs> Woo! It's like hot and not too smart. Not Hey-o. marriage material, but just college. Yep. Um, yeah, we, we convinced her through group convincing. <laughs> Lady that... Gaga's got oven mitts on. <laughs> She's got red oven mitts. Oh, I just pulled the cookies out. And now I'm on the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. So, I'm, uh, I'm also uh, looking at this. It, lo- it, no, it looks like somebody like cut like two armholes and a neck hole out of a roll of fabric and just slapped it on her called it a day perfect all right so dumb college girl sorry yeah no we we convinced her that the show whole movies took place in an armpit nice for whatever reason and she was like no no and then eventually she's like really we're like yeah oh yeah didn't you know yeah it's one of the running jokes yeah of course of course and then it became the running joke to just mention it every time we were like around her watching it that's one of my very few small claims to fame is I did stand-up comedy one night with the creator of home movies. Oh, yeah. Boom, open for Brennan Small. Boom, baby. <laughs> uh, all right, so, so yeah, I'm going to give you the uh, category. I'm going to okay. tell you the, uh, the nominee, the, you know, the, I'm not even going to say who's nominated and then a winner. I'm just going to tell you the ones that are kind of honorable mentions, and the last one in the category is the winner. Sounds good. <clears throat> so did that. Mm. All right. Jumping right in, baby. Best soundtrack. Ooh. I take I take this shit seriously. Uh, best soundtrack, runner-up, Godzilla. Really? Godzilla, man. Go back and, uh, and listen to the Godzilla soundtrack, especially during the fights and stuff. Mm. That's some good music, dude. Like, when I was in the theater, that shit was rocking. You know, we're, we're not talking, like, soundtrack, like, uh, this is more scoring. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was perfect. Monster Mayhem, I loved it. Cool. But unfortunately, the winner of the best soundtrack category has got to go to Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, yeah. Just because, I mean, that was, it really was perfect. They took a bunch of iconic uh, shit music from the 70s and maybe early 80s and made it work for a space movie. How does that happen? I mean, that was part of the fun charm to that movie was their soundtrack. Oh, absolutely. The director, so. the director was like, every other movie is shit. My movie's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, this Earth, Wind, and Fire is gonna seal the deal. Yeah, no, it was no. You're right. It was part of the cheese factor that he wholly embraced, bringing yeah. us to a new age of comic book movies that are super cheesy, and we love them. I mean, as soon as they got to the present time, you know, once they skip past the sad mom dying part, yeah, when they skip to present day Star Lord, it's the soundtrack that totally wins over that part where everyone in the movie theater knows what's going on when he starts playing that '70s jam. And he mm-hmm. picks up like the space lizard, and he's pretending to sing in it yeah. while he's kicking the other ones around. It's like, fuck, this is going to be an awesome movie. Yeah, yeah. So, best soundtrack, Guardians of the Galaxy. Word. Best special effects. Ooh. Uh, Bridesmaid once again, runner-up, Godzilla monster fight. Wait, I was bridesmaid in there. No, sorry. Bridesmaids. Just, sorry. Let me explain this again. Okay. The runner-up. You know, like, always a bridesmaid, never a bride. Oh, okay. All right. That's what Sorry. you mean. Whoa, I got a little too deep there. All right. So, runner-up, <laughs> the Godzilla monster fight. I mean, the special effects. When Godzilla grabs that other monster, opens its mouth up, and spits fire down his throat, mm-hmm. that was amazing. Yeah. And I don't care what everyone says about Godzilla being fat or whatever, because everyone fat shames these days, even gigantic <laughs> lizards. Uh, 
Godzilla looked amazing. That was amazing special effects. That's right. You go, girl. You don't have to be skinny. Love the skin that you're in. Mm. That's right. Plus size Godzilla whoops ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But he takes a long time to get to the fight scene. Yeah. They're like, he's going really slow in the water. And the Japanese guy's like, it's all part of his plan as the alpha predator. Yeah. He's got to work it off. But the winner is, I almost feel bad not giving it to Godzilla because of that movie. Mm. But the winner for his best special effects is X-Men Days of Future Past, specifically the Quicksilver scene. Well, yeah. I mean, that was amazing. There's some iconic X-Men scenes. There's the Nightcrawler scene in X-Men 2, and then there's a Quicksilver scene in Days of Future Past. Mm. Like, that one-minute slow-motion Quicksilver scene, that special effects was amazing. When he's running around and just, like, using his fingers to push bullets and push uh, people's hands in different directions and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so perfect. And you're just like, why can't the whole movie be like this? Make it more fun. Yeah. Powers are cool. Right. So Magneto you got was it. super serious, but everybody else was kind of silly. Nah. It was like the were... whole like drug addiction subplots. Xavier's you know, was, was kind too of serious. Mystique was too serious. Ugh, yeah. It sucked. It, it was not that, you know. And then of course in the future, all the X Men are getting murdered terribly. Yeah. I mean, when they ripped Colossus in half, I was like, dude, come on. Yeah. He is made of steel. He ain't laffy taffy. <laughs> but that's how they treated him. <laughs> but that Quicksilver scene, I was so creative, dude. Man, so that's got to win for best special effects. You think they would have just like picked him up and like chucked him off the mountain? I mean, where's he gonna go? Yeah, or just melted his face. You know, like creative things. But but for some reason, even though they kept like jumping back in time, uh, every time they were killed, Iceman was still just like, "Yo, guys, I got this. All right, ice powers. Yo, yeah. fuck. Like, yeah, immediately shut down." And yeah, and, and that was, I mean, when he was Iceman doing the ice slide for a second, too, you know, mm-hmm. that was awesome. That, I guess that can contribute to the best special effects win. Word. Um, next category, best animated movie. Okay. I will mention I did not see Big Hero 6. You know, I haven't seen either just because, um, because I, it wasn't like a frozen phenomenon. It was just kind of like, all right, it's a new Disney movie and it's based off a comic. Well, I heard good things. I heard it was good, so I will see it on DVD, but I did not see it, so it will not qualify for this award. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, I'm pretty sure they kill a parent and a sibling. I think uh, Pixar has the, one up, has the one-up the usual. No, it's like right off the bat of the movie. Oh, well, yeah. Like, that's what the kid's dealing with. Because I think, I think they killed two family members because they had the one-up the usual Disney trope of killing a parent. Well, you know, like How to Train Your Dragon, the dragon kills uh, a dad, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways... um. Uh, Big Hero 6 does not qualify. So, best animated movie, um, Assault Batman, Assault on Arkham. Mm. Quality. That was kick-ass. Quality. I highly enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Not quite as good as the Lego movie. Lego movie was awesome, and we're giving it the nod here because it didn't get the nod at the actual Oscars, you fucking idiots. Oh, that's right. How did they not nominate it for even best animated movie? Because they're morons. Well, because yeah. it's a popularity contest. But unfortunately, Lego Movie, I can't give you the win here. Because I gotta give the win to Son of Batman. Son of a Batman. Son of Batman was awesome. That was the first one of these new DC movies where, like, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna be a little more kill, 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 blood, 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 swear, 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 swear. <laughs> and uh, it was great. I love Damian Wayne in this. It turned me around onto the character. I hated Damian Wayne. 
when he showed up in the comics six years ago. Sure. Loved him in Son of Batman. Loved the storyline. That was some awesome shit. Cool. Best animated movie, Son of Batman. I will fight anyone that disagrees with me. I don't know. I mean, I, I wouldn't put it over uh, the Arkham movie. I, th- I just uh, thought that was like just way more fun. Arkham was good, but I'm sorry. Son of Batman was better. Yeah. That's the truth. I don't. I don't think I. <laughs> I was just thinking. Oh wait, no, I have veto power. No, no, no I don't no. really care that much. <laughs> All right, so now we're on to some of those actors and actresses. Mm. Uh, best supporting actor: uh, Anthony Mackie, who played Falcon in Captain America Two. Yeah, dude, he made Falcon cool. Yeah, he was cool. I like that he. You know, they start off the movie. He's just a regular dude. And he's the kind of one that keeps Captain America grounded. Mm-hmm. You know, they give him a nice little subplot. I like it. But then he slaps on the wings, and he's uh, he's pretty cool at the end. He beats up crossbones. Yeah. So all in all, he's cool. You know, he wasn't like, you know, half douchey like Black Widow always is. Yeah. So, um, I was going to say more more like cross bastard. Yeah. yeah. The guy was like the best henchman money can buy. Yeah, he was cool. But the award for best supporting actor goes to. Godzilla. Godzilla? Yes, which is kind of a joke because it's his movie, but he's only a supporting actor in it. That's true. He's barely in the film. He shows up for the second half. He definitely, hands down, wins Best Supporting Actor because hmm. he steals the scenes when he's on there. Yeah. When Godzilla finally gets there, he's a badass. It's awesome. Like Even even the parts where you only see like a flash of him, you're like, whoa. That's true. That was amazing. Whoa, he needs to go on a diet. Yeah. Yo, man, carbs aren't that great for you. So Godzilla, you got it, baby. Come get your statue. <laughs> it's 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 funny, you know. Um, back in the day, there was like this Daffy Duck Oscar special where he insulted Godzilla, and then Godzilla came out of the crowd to whoop his ass. Oh yeah, you're right. That's totally cool. Well, he doesn't have to kick my ass because I gave him the award. Yeah, dude, two in a row. No, Godzilla lost the other two categories. Well, I have a terrible memory. Yeah, <laughs> he finally wins one. <laughs> I'm just getting shut out. I'm, I'm just concerned about this this stream the whole time. Uh, yeah. All right, best supporting actress, uh, runner up Jillian Bell. Who's that? You may may know her from Workaholics. Uh-huh. She's, the, she's the secretary, but she was in Twenty Two Jump Street. Okay. And she wasn't a main character, but she was very important. She was like the dickhead roommate of the love interest, and then mm-hmm. it turns out she's like the drug dealer at the end, <laughs> and she gets in a fist fight with uh, Jonah Hill. And and a fist fight almost like a romantic fist fight because they kind of start making out at the same time too. It's awesome. <laughs> like Jillian Bell is hilarious, mm. and she killed in Twenty Two Jump Street, cool. and she kills in Workaholics. And I love Workaholics. But yeah, so definitely she's. But I'm sorry, you do not win, Jillian Bell. Oh. Best supporting actress definitely goes to Tilda Swinton, who played the evil minister in Snowpiercer. Oh yeah. I mean, she, she was, was fucking awesome. Yeah. She was the balls in that movie, but only supporting actress because she was only in it for part of it. So she made, I mean, she brought like silliness to that movie. Like her character was just so over the top, you know, just yeah. uh, like when she stepped on screen, I was like, who is this woman? And why is she so awesome? I want more of oh. this character. That whole speech where she puts the shoe on the guy's head. Yeah. <laughs> oh, before freezing his arm off. Yeah. Oh, so good. Um, hey, wait, did I, did, did I mention I, I finally read the comic? Oh, yeah, you do. You said it was disappointing. Yeah, it was n- It was nowhere near as good as the movie. Mm. Yeah, because in the, in, the, in the comic, everybody that was in the back, 
mm-hmm. is dead. Like they didn't they didn't uh, feed him cockroach bars. Oh, so they all died, and he and the main character with the beard is like one of the only survivors. Yeah, and the and uh, he get through the security checkpoint by going outside of the train. Mm. But that was that's where his coolness ends because he doesn't really do anything else for the rest of the movie because security's like, what are we going to do with this guy? And somebody's, it's a big bureaucracy, and they're like, let's take him to the front. Yeah, fuck it, why not? And that's the whole comic hmm. in a nutshell. Oh, and, and also he has some kind of weird, like, train plague thing, and so he's going through each car, and people are talking about, like, hey, everybody's getting sick. And then he gets to the front, and everybody on the train dies because he was infected with something. Yeah. The end. Uh, yeah, I like the movie uh, way better. Movie's way better. Uh, by the way, Neil Patrick Harris is uh, doing the opening number on the Oscars right now. I'm sure it's funny. You know, Neil I Patrick stop- Harris is good. <laughs> I, st- I stopped watching the uh, the, the stream. All the uh, li- uh, bootleg live streams I was watching mm-hmm. uh, got shut down after the red carpet thing went down. Whoa, he's in. There's like a giant photo screen behind him, uh-huh. and they show Sharon Stone where she shows off her vag. Ooh. And he was like right in there, but. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sure this is good. I'm sure this is probably the highlight of the award ceremony. Is oh, Neil yeah. Patrick Harris doing his opening number? Um, I'll watch it online tomorrow. Mm. So, getting back into here now, we're, we're up to best actor. Mm. Oh, best actor. I mean, do you go for like best performance or best overall actor? Actor. Well, let me tell you, dude. Mm. The th- uh, there's three in this category. Two, okay. two runners up and a winner, and they are amazing. So the first runner-up, this movie just missed the cutoff last year, Joel Kinnaman as RoboCop. Yes. He was a fucking good RoboCop. You got it. Whether you totally like the remake or not, he was a good RoboCop. <laughs> like, he I, was a badass cop in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then, like, when when uh, he gets injured and he's in the suit and, he, and he's like, show me how much of me is still human. Oh, and they start the taking off the robot pieces. He's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, you could see it in his face, and you're just like, holy shit, this is like, that was good acting right there. Yeah, some damn fine acting of you. Yeah. I'm and then nothing, because he's in a green screen suit. Hey, that was that was some good acting. And, uh, I mean, like, he had less body parts than the Toxic Avenger yeah. left. So, uh, that, and just, like, he made, a, he made a badass robot, dude. Cool. Good for him. I loved it. It was better than everybody thought. Yeah, I liked it. I, I mean, I love the original RoboCop so much that I was afraid that just because of that, I was not going to like this. And I like this new RoboCop. It was good. Well, yeah, there was a whole movie called Our RoboCop Remake. In fact, I think if you go to ourrobocopremake.com, you can watch it. And it's basically like all these different filmmakers from all over the country got a scene and they shot it and then smashed it together. Yeah, our O-U-R robocoprimake.com yeah man we did that with star wars yeah but this, but this um, is like like a few of them are like insanely high quality but they're all just like hilarious oh yeah yeah star wars has been doing that star wars uncut where you, mm-hmm. you said, well i i made a scene for it yeah yeah i don't think i made the final cut but our uh, our buddy kieran from boomstick reviews i'm pretty i think his clip made the cut mm-hmm. so all right so joel kinnaman robocop oh, i can't give you the word dude because a couple other people are better than you. He was like screaming, looking at his lung. I know, but not as good. <laughs> not as good as Randall Park, 
who played Kim Jong-un in the movie The Interview. Mm, fuck yeah. <laughs> Randall Park fucking nailed it. Kim Jong-un is so hilarious in The Interview. Like, he crushed it. Mm-hmm. I mean, Franco and Seth Rogen, you knew they were going to be funny, but Kim Jong-un, Randall Park, is the real star of that movie. He's so goddamn funny and evil. Like, he was amazing. Yeah, he really knocked... I mean, I, I feel like people... Everyone has an opinion about that movie. Our opinion was that it was awesome. Yeah, it was and hilarious. Funny. Yeah. So no, I, take that, haters. I thought it was great, but I but I, like secret MVP was Randall Park as Kim Jong Un. That's yeah. what sold the movie. I thought it was so good. I thought it was awesome that after all that hype, after all people saying like we're not we're not doing it, you know, or it's not going to come out, terrorists, terrorism, and then they finally show it. And it's amazing. And then the guy is on a TV show immediately afterwards. And it's like, it's his story. And it's, his, it's his show. And nothing else happened either. What do you mean? You know, well, I mean, they, they aired the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I'm, there were no I'm, further I'm, retaliations. No, I'm, I'm just saying, like, awesome for him. You know, like, he went from this huge movie. Now he's, like, straight up on, like, a really popular TV show. Randall Park? Yeah. What's he on now? Yeah, Straight Off the Boat. Oh, he's in Straight Off the Boat? Pretty sure that's him. Wow. If, it, you... if it's not, then bad on me. So he went from an Asian guy to a Hispanic guy? What? Oh, God. Well, is that a, well I, actually I could haven't be wrong seen it. No, 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 no. Is I'm... Straight Off the Boat a Hispanic family? Or is it Fresh Asian family? No, I'm pretty sure, it's, I'm pretty sure it's Korean. Oh, okay. You're, yeah, you're probably Park. right. Yes, All right. I was right. My bad. Thank you were right. That, that would have been embarrassing. <laughs> Yeah. No, I haven't I haven't watched it. I saw like a maybe like a twenty second teaser or so. But I've heard that it was it got a good review, so I'll check it out, I guess. Now that I know Randall Park's in it, now I gotta check it out because he was he's just killed in the interview. But the winner of the best actor category goes to and this is almost unfair because this guy's got actual Oscars, mm-hmm. Denzel Washington mm-hmm. in the Equalizer. Awesome. I mean, like I said, that was the real take in this year was the Equalizer. Denzel, I mean, I love Man on Fire. Mm-hmm. And Denzel just goes down to Mexico and just crushes people. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't stand all the like zooms in that movie. They're like zooming every single shot. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was a little dumb. But I love Man on Fire. Mm-hmm. But the Equalizer stays in the states. Well, actually, he does take a side trip to Russia. But uh, Denzel Washington was was awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so funny because. Uh, there's a scene that he does that the uh, Colin Firth does in Kingsman too, where they they're in a room with the bad guys and they walk to the door like they're gonna leave and then they lock the door, Ooh. turn back around. It's killing time. <laughs> That's how you know you're a badass. If I ever get in like a bar fight and there's like eight people in the bar, I'm gonna go to the door and fucking lock it and turn around and just get my ass whooped so hard. But for like <laughs> five seconds, they're gonna be like, "Did he just lock the door? Yeah. Are we all gonna die?" Does he have like SEAL Team Six skills? And then nope, nope, I'm down. Wait, wait, wait. That that happened once in like a mobster movie where they were like flashing back to like some some guy's like childhood where his dad owned a bar, mm. and like these asshole ruffians were like busting up the bar, and he's like, and they're like, all right, we're gonna give you ten seconds to leave, and they're like, fuck you, and he locks the door, and suddenly they're like, oh fuck, because all these mob guys appear out of nowhere. It's probably just well known movie. If someone could throw me the answer on Twitch, that would be amazing. All right. Well, anyway, so Denzel wins for Best Actor. Yes. Uh, Best Actress, runner-up, Rose Byrne. Mm. She was in the movie Neighbors, The Neighbors. 
Sounds like a punny name. They were, it came out. It came out in May with Seth Rogen. It was like hilarious. Oh, yeah, comp- yeah, yeah. Where, like, where, where the, fr- the frat? Yeah, the frat moves in next door. Mm-hmm. She was great because here's the thing: when you got a movie like that, usually the guy gets all the funny lines and the girl's the straight one. Mm-hmm. Where the girl's like, "No, don't do that," or "Grow up," or blah blah. But Rose Byrne was right there with Rogen, and they mm-hmm. and she was giving it out too. Like she was being ridiculous, and that made the movie funnier. Good. Like, she wasn't the voice of reason. She was being just as immature as him. I mean, not quite as immature, but I mean, like, she was being immature, too. And she was, and she's a good actress. Mm-hmm. So she was doing, it was, she was hilarious. That well, was, like, secret well, MVP. Well, I, I, I heard an interview with him while he was plugging the movie. And uh, when he was writing the script with her, or we were just writing the script, she was reading it. And uh, and she, her character was the stereotypical like bitchy straight character that they mm-hmm. always do in all those movies. Yeah, you know. And she's reading it. She's like, you know, uh, and she she gave him a couple pointers, and he changed it around to where they were both into it. Oh well, good so, job on her because that made yeah. the movie so much better. Yep. Like I'm not going to give away everything in the movie, but she has a couple pretty awesome scenes that are funny and cool. So stay tuned for the sequel when a sorority moves in, and they've got to get. The, the guy who was from the frat to help them on their side get rid of the spurting. <laughs> that always happens. Can't wait. I think it's going to be... I love the neighbors. It was funny. So so I'll sign me up for neighbors too. Man, I I, I have a real life, life uh, neighbor situation happening right now, Eric. What's that? And that is we got some new neighbors downstairs. And uh, <laughs> unlike the movies, when somebody, like one of your neighbors does something that you don't really care for... Yeah, right. I mean, like, you can go down the stairs and, like, talk to them, but really that would require talking to them, so you just kind of, like, deal with it. Yeah. Nah, like, our our building hallway just stinks like cigarettes and weed every other day. There's smoking, and it's just stinking up the hallway, and I'm just like, God, you don't know the good times until they're gone. Man, right. now, I, now I miss my uh, all the landlord wars happening with, like, urine being tossed at our mailboxes, but, you know, <laughs> I could deal with, like... People, like old old grandmas screaming in Italian at each other in our hallway. Mm-hmm. I take any of that uh, over like cigarette stink. Yeah, I just I just cannot abide by smokers. Sorry, smokers. Yeah, mm. smoke my ass. That's right. All right. So best actress Rose Byrne. Good shout out. But sorry, the winner for best actress has. I mean, this was written in stone. Emily mm. Blunt, Edge of Tomorrow, mm. Live Die Repeat. Oh yeah. Sorry, I went with the shitty title first. <laughs> Edge of, no, no, no. The official title is Edge of Tomorrow, colon, Live to yeah. Repeat. Yeah, Emily Blunt was awesome. Tom Cruise was not needed in this movie. No. It should have just been about Emily Blunt. The first 20 minutes of the movie are okay. Then they get to her. Then the movie is awesome. Yeah. She whoops ass. And by the way, she, had, she said she got in a bunch of long, drag-out uh, fights in the hotel with Tom Cruise and the director. Really? getting to like kind of change her character up too hmm. and she was like she was she didn't want to say exactly what she was said it got rough when she was trying to say this is what she should be doing and blah blah blah. sure so but no she was awesome man they should make a sequel with just her get rid of tom cruise <laughs> well if you, i what i want to see is like the original manga which i believe is just based on like a high schooler because mm. when, when her is based on a manga, I was like, oh, man, that makes so much sense. It's like every Japanese anime ever starring high mm. school students thrust into an unfamiliar territory, maybe aliens involved. 
and you're, you know, it's like, all right, so you're like 18, so you don't know anything yet, you know, and that's how we're, we're able to learn everything in the movie. Instead, they kind of like tailored Tom Cruise's character around how old he was, mm-hmm. you know, so they're like, oh, he's like a major in the army already, but he's kind of a coward. Yeah, and, I mean, that worked too. I liked it. I mean, yeah, I, I thought it was a good way in, but I also thought like, well, it's kind of like, you know, just making it work, like... Like, every time they mention, like, oh, man, here we go. We're going to shoot the American Akira. They're always like, well, instead of having, like, young teenage punks, we're going to base it around these 40-year-old American actors. So we're going to have to change up the characters and totally gut the film. Mm. Well, Emily Blunt saved that movie. She was awesome. Yeah. I look at her a totally different way now. Awesome. She should be an action star in another movie. In fact, I think she's going to be. Mm, Shit. What movie is she... After this movie, she's being considered for something awesome. Damn it, it's not coming to me at the moment. I will Google it live on Twitch right now. She's being considered for something awesome now hmm. because of that. I can't remember what it is now. Um, by the way, in real time, at the real Oscars, uh, the Best Supporting Actor statue just went to J. Jonah Jameson. What? J.K. Simmons, who played mm-hmm. Jameson in Spider-Man. Awesome. So he just won for Whiplash. I mean, everyone pretty much thought he would. I guess he's like a real dick music composer. Uh He screams at the drummers and shit. Awesome, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he seems like a cool dude, though. Yeah. So. I've met him. Really? You met J.K. Simmons? Yeah. He goes out to to see puppet theater sometimes, which I frequent. And, uh, yeah, a couple times I was like, I was giving him that look. You know, uh, when you're, like, famous... Yeah, and, and, and you're talking about, like, how people, like, see you, and then they have this moment of, like, wait, is that? Right. You know, and I gave him a couple of those, and then he's like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck it, somebody recognized me and, you know, ignored me for the rest of the <laughs> uh. event. But I've seen him a couple times now, so I'm like, okay, cool, all right. You know, mm-hmm. cool guy. He supports his local uh, puppet theater. Good job. Yeah, he seems like a cool dude. He was funny on SNL. He mm-hmm. does some voice acting and stuff, so. Yeah. He's the voice of the yellow peanut M&M. Yeah, (laughs) bet you didn't know the fucking peanut M&M was a goddamn Oscar winner. Woo! If the yellow peanut M&M can win an Oscar, everyone can win an Oscar. I love it. It's awesome. Let's see. Oh, uh, Emily Blunt, rumored to be uh, in pre-production for The Huntsman. See, there we go. Yeah, they kick Kristen Stewart out. Mm -hmm. You're going to kick... Hopefully kick Thor out and let Emily Blunt take over. Yep. That would be perfect. Yeah. The Bluntsman. Can we just call it that? <laughs> Can we just rename her the Bluntsman and then call that the movie? I would Boom. To, I, would I just made that up. As, at, like, as Snow White, I, I assume. The Bluntsman. Right? No, I don't think Snow White's going to be in this movie. No? I don't know. Fuck it. What's all it? right, so. Her, her character's called the Snow Queen, but it's, all, it's always, you know, it's just a rumor. Uh, okay, so she'd be the new bad guy. Yeah, but I would rather see her as the hero. I mean, Charlize Theron was awesome. Mm. I mean, I've said that before. The movie sucked, except Charlize Theron was awesome as the evil queen. Yeah, bring her back. I don't care if she died. Bring her back. Yeah. Make some shit up. And her albino brother. He was kind of cool, too. Not sure why he was albino, but it worked. <laughs> so, all right. We got three categories left. Here's the, the more big one. So, all right. Best director. <laughs> there are no runners up. This goes down to one dude. Okay. You can't handle this, but and I'm probably pronouncing his last name wrong. James Bobbin. James Bobbin. He directed Muppets Most Wanted. Oh yeah, the greatest Muppet movie 
in a long ass time. He instantly wins Best Director because guess what? You made the Muppet movie about the Muppets. Mm -hmm. It wasn't about the people. Yep. It wasn't about the new Muppets. It was fucking classic Muppets, classic Muppet gags, hilarious songs with co-star cameos that didn't overshadow the actual Muppets. Word. For you being able to do that, director, you definitely win Best Director. You didn't succumb and do it shitty-wise. You actually made a good Muppet movie. Uh, it didn't do as well, unfortunately, because that's just how life is. Ah. Um, but if you are a fan of the Muppets, you have to see Muppets uh, Most Wanted. He did. He he directed and produced a lot of uh, Flight of the Concords. Oh well, that makes sense because they were in it. Were, were they? Well, the the one Concord was in the first movie. He wrote the songs, ah. and then the second Concord, Jermaine Clement, was in the second movie. Okay. And some of the songs definitely have a Concords feel to them. Mm. So, but yeah, you got to win Best Director for that. Thank you for making him up as most wanted. <laughs> That's why it's a Jumpman Oscars. So, two categories left. Best Screenplay. I guarantee you the, the movies I'm about to tell you are like the last screenplays would ever be nominated. Okay. But I got real reasons for it. Best Screenplay, runner-up, The Maze Runner. Oh, dude. I've, I've seen an extended trailer for that movie. Was it good? Well, here's the thing. Whenever you watch a movie based on a book, you always say, uh, book was better. Mm -hmm. well, guess what? I read The Maze Runner. It was not that good. The mm -hmm. movie, way better than the book. Great. So, the fact that the movie is way better than the book, you get nominated for Best Screenplay because you took the source material <laughs> and actually made it better. You That's cut awesome. out all the stupid shit. Um, and I, you know, the, and the, the movie's not great, but it's so much better than the book. So, but... Right. But it's it's like a it's like for like young teens, right? Yeah, it's it's the dystopian young adult shit. Yeah, like The Giver. Although so. The Giver was not actually a great movie. By the way, there's a fake young adult uh, movie Twitter account you uh, that I'm uh, following now. It's so good. Yeah. It's called like generic dystopian young adult movie. Hmm. And they just keep doing little tweets, and they're just they're they're uh, tweeting a book one sentence at a time, but it so perfectly <laughs> skewers every young adult dystopian novel you've ever read. It's or, or heard about. It's so good. Awesome. Like even if you've only watched Hunger Games, I mean that one or those um, Allegiant movies and uh, Divergent movies. I mean, mm -hmm. like this Twitter account, it crushes it. It's so <laughs> funny. Um. So, anyways, uh, Base Runner. Uh, you get the nod, but not the trophy. The second runner-up goes to, for best screenplay, The Purge Anarchy. Oh, man. For writing the Purge movie we wanted in the first place. <laughs> yeah. So, clearly, you are awesome. Thank mm -hmm. you for writing the movie we wanted. So, just for that, you get a nomination. Thank I, you. The I, Purge I, Anarchy I, was great. <laughs> I did that. You know, it's, it's kind of like... Um... Like like any new gadget that comes out, they always have big promises, but you know in their heart of hearts that they're actually lying because they really want to sell you the next generation. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like like uh, the iPhone, any game by Peter Molyneux. They're like, all right, all right, so we're going to promise you all these things, and it's going to look amazing, and you're going to buy it, but then you'll find out that it actually sucks. Like the first Wii controller, the first like Wii controller, uh, it was terrible. You know, it didn't have one-to-one -one, uh, recognition at all. You had to buy, like, the Wii Motion uh, Plus. Mm. You know what Speaking I mean? Speaking of like, terrible, Adam, Adam Levine is singing in the Oscars right now. Wow, I'm so glad that, the, uh, that my live stream just died. 
I can't stand Adam Levine. All I mean, women all love him because he's uh, like a good-looking dude. Mm. He's kind of like the David Beckham of pop music. But yeah. he sings in this high nasally falsetto every song. He's like, I really wanna love somebody. Every song. So it's like whenever I, whenever I'm like Adam Levine sucks, my wife's like, "You're just saying that because he's good looking." <laughs> I'm like, "No, you're just saying that because he's good looking. He sucks." So oh, I got those moves like Jagger. Oh, anyways, yeah, he gave so, us moves like Jagger. Anyways, the Per Janaker, you get the nomination because I know it was obvious that that's what the movie needed to be, but like we've seen a lot of times, the obvious doesn't always get made. So thank you. Well, here's here, yeah. here's here's a question straight from the Twitter box from Stuart. Okay. Uh, he, he says, "I love the Maze Runner. I love the Maze Runner. I never read the books. Blah blah blah." Oh, do you think they'll make the other books into movies? Oh, they're definitely. They've already announced the sequel, mm. the Scorch Trials. Oh, is is proceeding. Did you so. read that one too? I read all three because I got sucked into it. Like the first book, the premise was awesome. Mm-hmm. The execution was not that good. Ah. So I was like, well, maybe the second one will be better. And then the second one was worse. Ooh. But I was like, well, fuck it. I'm already two-thirds way through. <laughs> now I got to know how it ends. And the, and the third one was the worst. It sucks so oh, bad. No. It sucks so bad. Um, it's just my opinion. You know, yeah. a lot of people probably like it. But, um, but the Maze Runner movie was so much better than the book that I'm going to watch the Scorch Trials movie when it comes out just because I feel like, you know, well, maybe you're, you're going to make it better. Well, I mean, if, if it was terrible to begin with, I mean, you know, we're going to just raise it up a oh. little bit and it'll be great. Yeah, I'll rent it. That's so nice. um, I was, I was kind of like that with the His Dark Materials series. Mm. where I read the first book and I was like, wow, that was amazing. And the second book, I was like, this is awful. I, yeah. I can't read this. And I, I had to put it down and I stopped reading books like all together. And then <laughs> by the third book, I was like, it took me a whole year to read like 200 pages mm. where I was just, you know, picking it up thinking like, I, I like to read for fun and I'm just trying to get through it. This is worse than playing a video game that I don't like. Oh. You know, I would I would grind in a video game you know, to get some, like, gold or something. But, like, reading a book that you just don't care for, it's just awful. And yeah. but luckily, thanks to the Internet, lots of people agree with my opinion that it was terrible. Reading a book that you don't care for is school. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, all right, well, anyways, we've been on this topic for a long time. Best screenplay, the winner goes to the movie Let's Be Cops. Uh, okay. Because Let's Be Cops was a funny movie. Which it shouldn't have been funny, but it was funny. And then halfway through, it actually takes a serious twist, <laughs> and it gets serious. And you're like, "What the fuck?" And it works. Hmm. So it was funny. Then it goes serious. It still works. I mean, you know, it's not the greatest movie ever, but you know, best screenplay doesn't always win best movie. In fact, rarely does. So, <laughs> um, so it's okay, and it wins for best screenplay because they took a movie that had no business being funny or good or whatever and the twist when they turned this um slapstick comedy series halfway through and it totally worked and it made the movie better because of it cool so we're on to our last category mm. best movie best i, I, I don't call like it like best of show yeah and i don't call it best picture because who the fuck calls it pictures hey i'm going to the picture theater no i'm going <laughs> to the movie theater you dick so wow. it's not best picture, it's best movie. I mean, technically movies are just pictures that are just 
scrolling yes. at the movie screen really yes. fast. I yes, mean, I understand. Uh, oh, all right. Hey, guys, let's go to the motion pictures. Yo, what's <laughs> playing at the motion pictures? No, it's the movie theater. All right, let's go. So, uh, best movie. Uh, there's three runners up and the ultimate winner. Hmm. First runner up, the interview. And so everyone else who doesn't like the interview could suck a dick. I thought it was awesome. <laughs> it was so perfect. It was so immature and hilarious. I actually couldn't stop laughing. I only saw it originally because of the premise and then everyone was saying not to see it. And I was like, mm-hmm. don't tell me what to do, mom. Yeah. But uh, I loved it. I laughed a lot in that hmm. movie. So, and if you can make me laugh that hard, then clearly, you know, you deserve best uh, pick, best picture. God, I can't believe I said that. You deserve best movie <laughs> consideration. I miss I'm and I miss the scene. I had to rewatch it later with uh, with Eminem. Oh, that's hilarious! The movie starts right off with Eminem's like, "Yeah, I'm gay." Yeah, Can't you tell. <laughs> He's all like, my I was lyrics. dropping all these hints. <laughs> the, the fact that they got Eminem to do that was awesome. Yeah, like good on him. Yeah, I'm telling you, dude. There's a. I mean, yeah, I I will watch a two hour movie full of dick jokes. That's great. Yeah, we like but dicks. Like, Why not? But like I said, uh, Kim Jong Un was hilarious in it, and I just like where they went. So. You get a nominee, a nomination. Another uh, runner-up, Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. It was my favorite summer movie. It worked. It was fun, lighthearted. It did everything it wanted. Plus, it surprised me for being better than I thought it was. Right. It was good. What else can you say about it? Good movie. Thank it was you. It's great. I mean, every, everything about it was great. You know, it made a ton of money. They're going to make a lot more films. Yep. Uh, Chris Pratt, now a huge movie star. Yeah. Oh, and we're going to talk about him during Thunderdumps. Well, yeah. So, uh... The last runner-up is the Equalizer, mm. taken Home Depot style. Uh, <laughs> Denzel Washington paints his second masterpiece after Man on Fire. Uh, like I said, don't see Taken Three. Go rent the Equalizer. Mm. Um, it's great. Denzel just whoops some ass, dude. I don't know what it is about older dudes whooping ass these days, but it's so much more fun than Twenty Somethings. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean. I guess we've seen just enough 20-somethings whooping ass for a long time. And uh, now it's time to watch uh, some old guys. I don't know, man. Struggling old actors. Actually, you know what it is? It's just like everything's being remade and rebooted and rehashed. So we're just getting all the same stuff that was popular in the 80s. Yeah, I mean, like I said, Charles Bronson, he invented it with Death Mm -hmm. Wish movies. And Clint Eastwood has always been old. So, I mean, he's been whooping ass as an old guy. But, uh, yeah, Equalizer is good. But I got to give the winner best movie. This isn't a movie that I can watch more than like three or four times in my life. Mm-hmm. Whereas sometimes you would think, oh, best movie should be one you could watch like a zillion times on cable. But I'm going to give the best movie to Snowpiercer. Oh, hell yeah. Because I loved it. It was so good. And I like a movie that's different, but not in a stupid Hollywood way. Like, oh, we shot the movie for 12 years. Hey, this one's in black and white and there's no talking. <laughs> hey, this one's about race in L.A. Like, I'm not giving it for that stupid reasons. Mm-hmm for being different but i like this movie this was cool you know it was unpredictable enjoyable it was different wasn't a sequel you know it was a dystopian future that didn't star a teenager yeah i know it wasn't like all the adults are either evil or just compliance <laughs> so snowpiercer was great i loved it like i said it's not like i'm gonna sit there and watch it all the time like oh snowpiercer's on cable let's check it out mm. but um you know it was good dude i liked it Oh. I liked every bit of it. Here's here's a here's a good point. Stuart's talking about uh, John Wick. Why? Where's John Wick on the list? All right, I'm sorry. I have not seen John Wick. That's the Keanu Reeves action yeah. shooter movie where they shoot his puppy, 
In yes. fact, I had the opportunity to rent it two days ago, and I had the pass. Mm. Um, I'm, you know, I, I mean, wanted to. It was right there. I had a chance to, but circumstances what they were, I just couldn't do it. Everything, um, everything about it. Everybody's calling it. They're like, they're like, move over, Liam Neeson, move over, everybody. This is the amazing film of the year. People are saying like it's directed by one of the stunt people from the Matrix. You I know. know. And and I haven't seen it. I heard it's good, and I believe those people. It's still Keanu Reeves, <laughs> so let's not get too excited. I mean, I believe Keanu Reeves can be awesome in this movie, but it's still Keanu Reeves. Um, but no, I I I'm sorry. I just didn't get to see it. You know, this I can only do the movies I've seen because I'm not a faker who just votes for whatever for Oscars. Like I'm sure a lot of those old people did. Mm. But um, yeah, sorry, didn't get to see it, but. Um, I still do want to see it. Cool. But yeah, so those are the actual, those are the actual best movie awards from 2014. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> comedies and action movies will never actually make it into the Oscars. So exactly. So here they are uh, competing against one another in the real Oscars. How do they not even have? A, you know, it's too bad they don't have categories for stuff like that. Even in like uh, the Golden Globes, comedies get lumped in with. Uh, Fucking dramas or something. Oh, I thought you were gonna say like documentaries. Oh, yeah. Those don't even count. Those <laughs> and, aren't movies. And the best do- comedy and or documentary goes to. <laughs> yeah. Something boring. Yeah. <laughs> something narrated by a British man. Yeah. <laughs> Documentaries are just made by people that just they can't get the funding to do a real movie so like fine i'm gonna own my backyard and see if there's anything starving in it <laughs> <laughs> let's do that yeah that's exactly that's exactly what happens <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah. You no documentarians in the room right oh wait <laughs> hi how's it going <laughs> you know i'm telling the truth there there, there is a lot of truth to that actually <laughs> it's much no, easier I mean, to point a camera at something and not have to direct it <laughs> I say this having fully enjoyed uh, Roger and Me and Super Size Me and King of Kong. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I like documentaries too, but yeah. you know what I'm talking about. A lot Dude, of them just suck shit. I actually was uh, I was hanging out with some documentarians today. Actually, was that was it at a library? No. Was it over board games? No. Was it talking about politics? No. And it wasn't <laughs> bitching about other people's films and how they're shit and how yours is amazing. No. Well, almost. No, no, no. We, uh, I was out working today. At uh, we're working in Long Island doing a show. Performing. Wait a minute. Documentarians don't work. Well, check this out. No, they, they just do. they just pursue their passion. Come on, come on now. <laughs> well, they didn't get paid. <laughs> exactly. See, I knew it. No, 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 no. I was. I see. Check this out. I was going to commission uh, some friends of mine to shoot a mini documentary about my company. Okay. But instead, out of the blue, at the same time, these uh, documentarians from uh, Columbia Un- University mm. who do, do this great program called, uh, I think it's called uh, NYC Lens. Okay. Uh, they contacted me and they're like, hey, can we like shadow you for a little bit and like do like a five minute documentary on you guys? And I was like, fuck yeah, it'll save me a lot of money. Like, and- well, I was going to take a dump for the next five minutes, but all right. <laughs> Well, no, and and so it's very it's very cool. They came out, interviewed us, shattered us, watched some puppet shows, taped them, got some amazing shots, and I just can't wait to see it. So, so get ready for that. That's cool, and hopefully there's not a 
plastic bag floating in the wind during it. No. Or any of the other things that piss everybody off. I'm, I'm completely... Like, I don't know if you remember, this is like a, I'm quoting a Simpsons episode from literally 20 years ago. Uh-huh. But when the Simpsons have the film festival, and one of the entrants is man takes football to the groin. Yes. And Homer Simpson laughs, and they're like, you can't be a judge because you laughed, you you want football to the groin. That was the best movie. Yes. I love football to the groin. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. You know? Like, and they had like the, the, the sad artistic ones about the alcoholic Barney and stuff like that. I wanted football to the groin. I think I think you know what's what's funny is the Simpsons made that joke like twenty years ago and it's still true. Yeah, that's sad. <laughs> uh, so that's all I got for Oscar stuff. I do have a Thunderdome, but yeah, I was thinking like, you know what? Um, tonight or maybe tomorrow, depending on how asleep my pregnant wife is, which is probably asleep, uh, we're gonna play the last level of the Pikmin multiplayer mode. Mm. I'm sad to see it to see it go because, goddamn, I would play the entire Pikmin game if it was just multiplayer because it's just a blast. Actually, having somebody next to you like directing your little uh, slave minions to do your bidding and throw them at giant creatures that will probably murder them, all to collect yeah. fruit for you. And uh, what an amazing game that was! If you haven't if you haven't played Pikmin the the series, pick up number three, like I have. Uh, because they made a lot of things easier, and a lot of things that instant killed uh, all your little dudes don't quite do that anymore. They just knock them out, which is great. Mm-hmm. And the multiplayer is tits. You do have to pay for it. It's like DLC, mm. but it was totally worth my five dollars. Yeah, yeah, that was it, man. Foot long or video game? Good choice. Yep. All right, I got one thunder that I had to split here, but okay. All right, Indiana Jones. Mm. Clearly, the first three Indiana Jones movies are amazing. Yeah, they're pretty near perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fourth one, Crystal Skull. We will. We've decided we'll pretend like it never existed. Right. Pretend like it just never happened. We'll just always look at the first three. If we buy uh, the complete set and it comes with four DVDs, we'll just throw the other one in the garbage <laughs> without looking at it. Exactly. It's it's like a prefix menu. And they bring you an appetizer you don't like. You're like, well, I'm just gonna shove that to the side. It just doesn't count. It's like the Young Indiana Jones Adventures. No one talks in, with about those in the same breath as the three movies. That's true. Nobody points to Indiana Jones learns the secret of the blues as canon. They're like, <laughs> but but he's in it. You know, Harrison yeah. Ford is in it as Indy. You're like, no. With like a, doesn't he have like an eye patch in that one or? No, but he like he uses. A he uses a flute or something. Brown note to bring down an avalanche to stop some terrorists from taking an Indian artifact. I remember we watched it on like a Sunday night. We were so pumped to see the return of Indiana Jones. And it was awesome for five seconds. And then he yep. gets to the shack and he's like, let me tell you the story. Yep. Ugh. He does take a good punch towards the end, though. He like throws himself on the ground. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So fourth movie doesn't count. Now, Disney bought... Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. In our opinion, we don't want another Indiana Jones movie to come out. The right. three were perfect. Do something else. But it doesn't matter because there will be another movie. Oh, so, no. so, so we'll have to get over that fact. But if there was going to be another movie, if you had to go see another Indiana Jones movie, would you be okay with this is the rumor? Chris Pratt as Indiana Jones, directed by Steven Spielberg. No. 
and and here's why because um like many actors i will only know him as star lord star lord well he's gonna be in jurassic park this summer and that's why i'm not pumped for it at all because i see him and i'm like nah but i still see that guy as like star lord so but like vastly less cool in this other franchise that i know to be shit i do totally agree with you on this one that um Sorry. He he nails Star Lord so perfectly that you're right. If his character isn't a hundred percent different in Jurassic Park, then I'll just think of him as Star Lord. Yeah, and it's just like, well, and, and and I feel like it's a little bit like those are my expectations. Is like, all right, that's the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy, and if he doesn't do as amazing things, or you know, like live up to my expectations of his previous character, I just feel like, eh, who cares. My thought is, again, I don't want another Indiana Jones movie, but there's going to be one. And I just have a feeling that unless they get some unknown guy, totally unknown, that just kills it, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to like whoever it is. I'm just not going to. I'm sorry. You can't replace Harrison Ford. But if you have to, Steven Spielberg's going to direct it. He directed the first one. It's the greatest action movie of all time. So at least they would have, I mean, that's the rumor is him and Pratt. But I mean, if they got, if they have to resurrect the indie franchise, can't think of someone else. I mean, that's not bad. I mean, of course, Matthew Vaughn, I'm totally in love with now after Kickass and King, Kingsman. Mm-hmm. I'd probably rather have him do it. But I mean, yeah, if they're gonna bring back indie, at least the fact that they have possibly Spielberg, that maybe it wouldn't be totally bad. See, I mean, I, I feel like uh, a lot of filmmakers, though, when they age, like you know, they age. And, no, it's uh, true. Spiel- you don't do your best work after fifty. Yeah, like Spielberg did, or or some do. You know, and your nah, you everything don't. changes. But like Spielberg, when he shot Indiana Jones, I mean, that was thirty plus years ago. You and know? he did also shoot Crystal Skull, but yes, George Lucas bullied him the whole time into doing stupid ass aliens. Well, that, so. was, that was basically the whole script was dictated by. Yes, and you know, Lucas would not be involved this time. Right. So right off the bat, it's going to be better. So if Spielberg has control this time and it's a good script, I don't know. Maybe it's not so bad. I don't know. I don't know. You know, but uh, you know, for the reasons I just said. But you know, yeah. if they if they bring it back, whatever. I mean, they brought back Star Trek. We just throw J.J. Abrams at it. Star Trek. The first Star Trek was pretty good. Yeah. So. I re- you know after rewatching the second one, I still thought it was pretty good. Yeah, it was good. It was just they just handled the lead up terribly. Mm-hmm. They should, and, and I'm I'm repeating other stuff I've heard other people say. So it's not like I'm trying to say this is my original thought. But they should have just come out and said it was Khan, right? Instead of just saying no, it's not Khan, because they used his alias on the IMDb page. Mm-hmm. The 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 guy that Khan was pretending to be during the movie, they used that as that's who Benedict Cumberbatch is playing, right? There's a smokescreen. They should have just said it was Khan. Instead, by the time you realize it is, but it's like a different version, it was just unsatisfying. Well, I, I feel like it's one, they broke one of the rules of improv, which is like don't, like, don't have characters meet for the first time. It's boring. Who cares? You know, James T. Kirk meeting Khan for the first time. Khan's just like, their whole relationship was Khan being like, whatever, I don't give a shit about you. I'm on my own mission. You know, mm-hmm. like there wasn't anything between them. You know, there wasn't anything between Khan and, like, anybody, really. So the main villain is just kind of like, these guys are idiots. I'm just doing, they're an annoyance, and I'm, they're just sort of hindering me from doing my own thing. Watching Star Trek 2 the second time was much was much more fun than the first time. Yeah. 
And like I said, you got the original Robocop in there with a badass aircraft carrier spaceship. And that was pretty cool until he gets his face crushed. So, yeah. All right. Well, that's basically it for me, dude. Cool. I, I got to get moving. Well, I want to give a shout out to everybody on Twitch <laughs> who have collectively agreed with me in the in the text box that uh, Guardians was the real winner of, of everything. <laughs> really? So, I mean, I, I know a lot of people hated Snowpiercer, but I'm sorry. I loved it. No, it was great. I, I thought it was amazing. Uh, I, I agree with you. Also, I agree with them. <laughs> well, that's why that's why I got nominated. I'm clearly recognizing its awesomeness. Yeah. I'm looking it forward was, to it. It was a close battle. Actually, after Guardians, I was like, I'm less pumped for other things Marvel's doing now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more pumped for Guardians, too, because because it reunites all my all my friends. Yeah, I'm I'm not excited for Doctor Strange. The only way I'm gonna be excited for Doctor Strange if he's a total ladies man. Oh. If Doctor Strange is getting it on the side all the time and using sorcery to take off the pants, mm. all right, I'll watch it. But otherwise, nah, I'm not watching Doctor Strange. The fifty uh, Stranges of Grey. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. So, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, everybody on Twitch. We are the Jumpman Podcast. You can check us out every single week for free on jumpmanpodcast.com. We're also on retrowaretv.com, elder-geek.com. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. Hey, drop us a review sometime. I don't know. They're supposed to help. All right, tell us to fuck off sometime. Yeah, you know, whatever. Just, you know, I'll take any. I'll take whatever I can get. Um, In the bedroom. And Bam! <laughs> Bam! That was for the live feed. <laughs> and check it out. And uh, if you didn't catch us on Twitch but you thought it was a good idea, please let us know because I need to know either way because this is an experiment. You know, we're, we're dropping this episode live on Sunday because we, we wanted to. I think we realized a, like a day too late from last recording that we didn't record the Oscar podcast a week ago when people gave a crap. Yep. So, uh, so there you go. Yeah. Oh, hit us up on Facebook also. That's where and and where we try to respond to everything on our feed, not because we don't have a real life. That's not if, the real reason. If we don't respond to your thing, it clearly just sucks so much that I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> didn't even throw it a pity like. <laughs> and Eric, mm. I, I, I I'll give you one last update. Um, I've been giving like amiibo updates every single week. Yeah. This is my last Amiibo update, probably of all time. Thank God. Uh, my last Amiibo came in the mail. Okay. From the UK. Paid 20 bucks for it. Opened it. Put it on the shelf. Done. I feel like, all right, it was chic. I got all the Zelda Amiibos. Uh-huh. And then I felt so silly. Once it was, like, completed, I was like, oh, all the hype and excitement is now gone because the hunt is over now I'm just like, fuck, now I have all these toys on my shelf. <laughs> it's just like going after dumb uh, girls in college. It's all mm. about the chase. Mm. Then you wake up the next morning and you're like, ah, <laughs> okay, Let's go. I'm, I'm out of here. Yeah. It's just, that's how it is. That's I'm, all right. I'm, sit, I'm sitting on an un, unopened Star Fox uh, toy because I'm waiting, for, I'm waiting for some kind of amiibo functionality to come out when Star Fox comes out. Probably this year, maybe it'll be next year. Nintendo loves to push their games back, but I feel like I'm justifying it in my mind. Like, all right, New Zelda coming out. 
probably quarter four 2015. It's gonna have amiibo functionality, right? Sure, I made a good choice by getting all those Zelda amiibo. Yeah, that's right. They'll have some kind of functionality. Yes, that's what's happening. Mm. Yeah. Oh, and uh, shout out to Victor for giving us one of the greatest Facebook posts of all time on our oh. page. It was awesome. Hmm. You didn't read that? Oh, no. To go no. Back oh, oh the, uh, the paragraph? Reese's, the Reese's Big Cup. Yeah, dude. The influence that we had—that was awesome. That was a uh, his life. That was a high, highly uh, enjoyable post. That was awesome. Yeah. Oh, did you see um, Christian Bale as Moses? No, I'm not gonna see that shit. Yeah. Come on. I thought about it. Actually, my wife was really interested, and I was like, "You're interested in a Christian Bale action movie?" And she's like, "Yeah, you Bib- know, biblical, Moses. biblical action movie. Yeah. Even worse." No, she was I into got, it. I got two Hercules movies to see before I see any <laughs> biblical action movies. Like that's that's the real Bible right there is Hercules. Wasn't he God or something? <laughs> I mean, he's half half God. I mean, you know, the Hercules, rock, the rock is my God. Jesus, who knows? I mean, Son of God goes up to whoop ass up in Mountain Olympus after he died. If Hercules, if if the Rock as Hercules gave me ten commandments, I would follow them, brother. That's right. <laughs> he kind of did. Dude, if one of the commandments was like, here's this sweet-ass unbreakable armor, I would just sign me up. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. You, he would be like, what do you think the Ten Commandments should be? And you'd start saying it. He'd be like, it doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> yeah, dude. Right, dude. He's like, my name's Hercules. I want you to take this unbreakable sword and turn that sandwich sideways and strap <laughs> it straight up your Rudy Pooh candy asses. Woo! Woo! Alright, good night. Alright, goodbye. Jump now and wait. I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand, one shall fall.